a local Virginia girl raised Christian in a hardcore household, evolved and grew into a beautiful agnostic. Now she interviews people and talks about Bible stories. This is Brittany's Bibble Stories. <laughs> Something like that. Lift me The Bible stories you know told wrong. I'm your host, Brittany. I have a background in conservative Christianity. I was homeschool for a while, went to private school. That all went poorly. Now I'm making a podcast about the half-remembered stories. My special guest for this week is one Scott, our resident EMT health supervisor, health slave. Yes, yes. I very, I'm very healthy. My name is Scott, and I'm Jewish. <laughs> I grew up as a as a young Jewish boy. In Centerville, Virginia, I attended one congregation, Beth Emmeth, from third grade to probably seventh. So you had, like, your, your bat mitzvah? I, well, yes. No, actually. I had a bar mitzvah. The bat mitzvah is for girls, and I was a young Jewish lad, so I, I had my bar mitzvah at the ripe old age of... 13 uh, and it's when I you know became a man it's when I became a man I learned an awful lot I learned how to read Hebrew and then immediately forget it I never <laughs> learned any of the language I didn't focus but I read the Torah a little bit and then they put me in a chair and raised me in the air and here I am <laughs> the expert on all things Jewish uh-huh. but don't quote me on that yeah so what would you say your uh, current religious beliefs are my current religious beliefs are not very much, but it's it's pretty cool. I mean, I was I was talking last night actually, where I was like, I actually kind of miss going to synagogue, a little bit, but like I don't, I don't really believe in any of it. What do you miss about going to synagogue? I don't know. You get dressed up and you go, <laughs> and everyone else is dressed up, and you're all fancy. You get to wear suits all the time. Yeah, I how like wearing you, suits. How do you get like the kippa to like float on top of your puffy hair? You have to have puffy hair. <laughs> Uh, so we are actually specifically, our, our breed is specifically engineered uh-huh. to generate eugoium, uh-huh. refer to it as uh, a Jufro, I believe. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. So that, um, there's a little bit of air mixed in with my hair and that gives it that nice pomp and it, right. it, it helps kind of Stick it all, the, just glue it onto the, the top of your head. Yes, yes. Yeah, yeah. But um, some people who aren't so lucky with rough, wavy hair like mine, if your hair's a little bit thin, you actually have to kind of use like a bobby pin. Uh-huh. Shameful. 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 All right. Well, today we are going to start off by talking about... I'm going to talk about how God created the earth, and then I'm going to hand it off to you so we can have it sequentially. Oh, thank God, because I don't know any of that part (laughs) about any of the days. All right. So... So this is like, you know, iconic fucking shit from the book of Genesis. This is Genesis 1-1. It's very important culturally, Scott. I'm a big fan. I'm a big fan. Staunch reader. Yeah. Are you ready? Yes. Okay. In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. Now the earth was formless and empty. Darkness was over the surface of the deep, and the Spirit of God was hovering over the waters. 
So at the beginning, there's already waters and a deep, and God's already chilling on the earth. So it's saying from the very beginning, there was already some shit. That's what I've picked up so far. Water features. That's yeah. solid. I like the water features. But there's no light. So that's the first thing that he does. Oh, so no. it's like, <laughs> think about that. It's just formless and deep, and there's no fucking light. There's a total absence of light. So God's just chilling on like a sensory deprivation tank. <laughs> yes, that is exactly what he's doing. All right. So... Then he says the other iconic line, which is, let there be light, and there was light. So he separates light from the darkness. So it's like, you gotta have the two. You can't have darkness without light, right? So that was the first day. Big day. Hard day. You know, Monday's always hard. So then day two, he separated the waters. So he makes the sky. So there wasn't any fucking sky somehow, even though there was already an earth. He made the sky from the water? Yeah. That's clouds. Okay, that's true. (laughs) That's how clouds work. Yeah, that is how clouds work. But it's like the whole sky, not just clouds. Scientific guy, this guy. No, he's thinking it through. He's being very systematic. Okay, so that's the second day. Big day, very hard. Uh, Third day separates dry land from the seas. Because you got to have dry land in the seas. It can't just all be, you know, water world. He's like, no, no, no. We don't need Kevin Costner here. All right, so then he also makes a bunch of fruits and veggies and trees and plants and all sorts of, you know, nice gardening stuff on the third day. So that's pretty pretty key. So on the fourth day, and now this is what fucking trips me up, right? So the third day he makes all of these plants, and then on the fourth day he makes the sun and moon. So these plants, everything up until now has just been in fucking darkness. So why create plants that require photosynthesis? I, I gotta interject. I gotta interject. Tell me. How was there light without the sun? What was he doing? I don't know. <laughs> why did he make the sun then? Because the sun has the light. But if there's light, then you don't need the sun. Wait. But how is there the light wait, without the sun? Wait, so this whole time it's just been 24 hours of light? As soon as he said, let there be light, it's just been li- Like, I I can't. No, but there was darkness. Yeah. There's light. Okay, there's light and there's darkness. And now, now we're on fucking day four and he makes the sun and the moon. That makes no sense. That makes no sense. <laughs> Very important. To, the sequence is so important. All right. So, he has a busy day on the third day. Fourth day, he makes the sun and moon. Like, don't get me wrong, I'm a big fan, but it doesn't make any sense. So, fifth day, he makes a bunch of, like, sea critters and burbs, and they just fly around, and it's a good time. So, I assume this is when he made, like, the Loch Ness Monster and Atlantis, whatever. All right. So, he has all these critters he's made, and he's like, be fruitful and multiply over the expanse of the earth. He wants to to just take over. And there was already fruit, so they know what being fruitful meant. Well, I guess, like, there's, these are, like, the, the land, I guess the land ones would be able to use the fruit, but, like, what are the sea critters going to do? No, but they could look at the fruit and they saying be fruitful. It's like, oh, be like that, and then you turn into banana. <laughs> yeah, they just all speak English, don't question it. Okay, so, sixth day, he makes land animals, right? So, here's when we start getting spicy. So, he also is going to make a man in his own image on the sixth day. So, so he tells them the same shit that he tells the other people, which is be fruitful and multiply. So he's telling them to fuck and make a lot of babies. But then this is the twister, subdue the earth. So he like tells them to subdue the earth, but he also tells them to eat all of the, the fruit and the vegetation that he's made. So he basically is telling them to be vegetarians and to only eat from the seed bearing plants. Define subdue, like beat, they want them to beat up earth? Yeah. Oh <laughs> he wants them to subdue the earth. It's highly aggressive. Very aggressive. This is why we have a masculinity problem. This is where white fragility comes from. It's all here. Gotcha. Spend more time in that tank, dude. 
Yeah. God should have, but... So he's like, you know, this is a lot of work. Seventh day, he takes a break, and he's like, well, if I take a break, everyone has to fucking take a break. And it's like, if you're all-powerful, which God is in this context, why does he need to take a rest? If he... he like, shouldn't this be nothing? Anyway... So here's here's where we go. So now we have Adam and Eve, and one Scott Philippone is going to oh take boy. over. Oh boy! All right. One day, Adam, there was the Garden of Eden. Yes. And God made Adam. From what? From the Garden of Eden. No, he makes him from dust. Yeah, I knew that. Oh yes, I'll come from dust, and yes. to dust all shall come yes. from, and shall return. Uh, shall return. <laughs> yeah. That actually was a quote. Very that, good. From dust you come to dust. You, that's I was leading you to that because yes. it's important culturally at yes. funerals. Oh. At Christian funerals, Scott. Man, Jewish funeral. I don't even. Nah, there's a funeral. Anyways. Don't you like cover like mirrors or something on like Jewish funerals? Oh, you're sitting shiva. Yeah, you got to be really uncomfortable. Oh, that sucks. It's important to be uncomfortable. You have to sit on cardboard boxes when you sit shiva to remind you that you are mourning. Yo, that fucking sucks. I like Christian ones. You know, you sing a bunch of songs and then and then you go to someone's house and you get a bunch of cheese snacks and then some people cry and you leave. You know what is a really good story about being really happy and then having something happen to you that makes you cry? What? Is the story of Adam and Eve. <laughs> so in the story, in, in the Garden of Eden, yeah. God scooped up the dust and then um, a guy came out of it and he yeah. was named Adam. And Adam was pretty chill, but like, and so he was talking to God, and he's in Eden, which is like paradise. So there's fruit, everyone, and being fruitful and multiplying and all that good stuff. And But, he, but Adam's like, you know what? This is kind of wet. I want maybe someone to talk to would be nice, God, please. Just like a little bit of companionship. And God's like, hey, I got a sick idea, dude. I ain't no rocket surgeon, but I know how to split ribs real good. <laughs> he, reach, he reaches down, and he grabs a rib. And he's like, he did the same thing with the dust, whatever he did. And then Eve came out. But you forgot. God roofied Adam to do this. So he, like, violated his bodily autonomy to take a rib without asking. I, it doesn't surprise me that <laughs> taking a rib out of someone, maybe they're, you know, maybe they weren't all aware of exactly what was going on. Like, if a guy said that he was going to rip a rib out of me and tell me that he was going to create a woman out of it, I don't think I'm very well informed of what's happening at that point. Right, but he didn't even tell him that. Like, imagine you're on Tinder, and you're, like, swipe right, you match, and then you're just asleep, and then you wake up, and you're missing a rib. Oh, he didn't even talk to the guy. No, he didn't even tell him. He just Wait, did Adam and you, did Adam and God talk? Yeah, they had to talk. Yeah, yeah, they were, like, kind of broskies, but you know, like, broskies like you are with, like, your high school, you know, religion teacher who's, like, a pastor, and you oh, can't really talk to him, I and can't. you ask him what circumcision is, and he says, ask your mom. I don't want to talk to... Man, I don't want to talk. And so, anyways, I was, and so Eve was coming up. Yeah. And she's like, I am, I, hello. <laughs> hello, Adam. I love you. And Adam's like, this is pretty cool. I'm going to hang out with this chick. And they were wearing fig leaves. No, they were naked. Yeah, until they found the fig leaves. No, 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 they were naked. It's important. Well, okay, so. All right, I'll defer to your, to this, this, but just this one time. So they're running around naked, and God's like, "All right, y'all are in the land. Of, no, they're not in the land of good and plenty. That's the when he hit the rock. That's a separate. That's a separate yeah, story." Yeah, but Eden is still like dope. Eden's still pretty cool, and so God says, "Y'all can do anything you want, but don't eat my special apple." 
wait, from the apple trees. Wait, wait, this is also important. He okay. It, it's the knowledge. Told, it's it's yeah, the knowledge. Yeah, it's the gift of knowledge. Yeah, yeah. The tree of the knowledge of good and evil. But here's like the juicy thing is like so he only told Adam that. He never fucking told... He doesn't fucking talk to women. He only tells Adam that. And then he makes Eve. So he tells Adam not to do this. Wait, Eve didn't know? No, Eve had no fucking clue. Adam told her. She's like, well, this is what my fucking husband said. I guess so. Wait, I thought the whole thing with this... Well, so... (laughs) To move this... Just... Yeah. To move the story forward a little bit so then I can then go back to how I'm very confused. They're like, yeah, whatever. I'm not going to eat from that. Or I guess Adam said that. And then Eve walks over to him one day and she's like... It's a pretty good looking apple, and a serpent comes down from the tree, and it is the devil. It is the evil man that was probably created when they created darkness. And he's like, Eat, eat of the apple, eat of the apple, my child. And she's like, I thought she was like, I, They told me I wasn't supposed to, but you're telling me she never knew that. Well, what she says is. Uh, I was told, what she says to the serpent is, I was told not to eat this and I shouldn't touch it. So she's already embellishing when she talks mm. back to the snake. And then the snake is like, well, what is the snake like? The snake's like, ah, you should <laughs> eat it anyways. Said you'll become like gods. Whoa! I didn't know, she, I didn't know God, that the snake said that. Yeah. All right, well, he's like, yeah, then, he could, then they could beat up God yeah. and be like, <laughs> now I'm going to make, I don't know what else he'd make. Probably like, a, I'd make a Game Boy. Yeah, just get an N64. That's really what Eden's missing. Like, let's get some Mario Kart in here. Long story short, Eve is like, eh, I'll eat it. So she eats the apple. Uh-oh. And I think she gets Adam to take a bite out of Dude, it. Dude, Adam's so. right next to her this whole fucking time. What? And he doesn't say anything. He doesn't say a goddamn thing. So I she hands she, it to him, and then he eats it. I thought she sauntered over, no. grabbed it, and then was like, ooh, look no. at this apple I have. All right, so I guess Adam takes a munch out of it. He's yeah. like, yeah, I want to be like God, too. That would yeah. be pretty cool. And then God's, and then the snake's like, <laughs> <laughs> and I think he just kind of went away. And then the God came down. He's like, all right, listen, you broke the golden rule. Literally the only rule. Y'all fucked up. So now here's the deal. we got to change some rules around. This Eden thing, no longer. you got to go outside of Eden, which is a shithole, and it sucks. And also, you know what, Eve, you were particularly zesty. You have to have childbirth, and it hurts a lot. Yeah. And and your husband rules over you. Oh, she's... That's part of it, said too. That? Yeah. You got real zesty. I just remember the childbirth thing yeah. where, where he's like... And, Fuck you. And Eve was like, childbirth pain, that sounds great. <laughs> and the end. And then women got to have childs forever. Well, he also cursed the serpent. So, like, there's, like, this idea where he says he's going to be cursed to crawl on his belly, which to me says that the serpent had fucking legs. I remember this now. I do remember this. The snake did have legs. The snake had legs. Mm-hmm. And he made him. What the fuck? So a snake with legs crawled right? out of a tree. That's fucked. Right? That's gross. Yeah. I don't want to see that. How many legs did it have? I don't know. Yeah. Long story short, Snake lost its legs, apparently, out of the Garden of Eden. So that's why... Oh, and everyone feels pain. They didn't feel pain in Eden. Whoa. Oh, and that's why they had to wear the fig leaf, because now he's like, you guys got to wear clothes. Well, they made the fig leaves themselves, and then God saw that they had the fig leaves on. He's like, all right, what's up? <laughs> oh, yeah, because... Wait, did they do it after they ate the apple? Yeah, they realized they were naked. They had the knowledge of good and evil. Oh, It's evil to be naked, Scott. <laughs> I thought he ate the apple. Or I thought they ate the apple, and it was immediately like, what, what the fuck's going on over here? 
Yeah, no, I forgot they got... They, they got, hid from God, and God was all pissed. Oh, my God, dude. God sounds like an asshole. Yeah. He's so like, here's... Yeah, sorry, not to cut you off, but no, like... No, God sounds like an asshole, period. Yeah. And then I stuttered something. That's pretty much the statement. <laughs> yeah, so then he, like, curses Adam, too. He's like, yo, it's going to suck for you to, like, toil on the earth, which I say, sucker, I don't make my own food anymore. But he says, like, you're just going to be real shitty to make your own food. And then here's the other thing that, like, boggles my mind, is God gives them new clothes made out of skins. Which makes me think, whose fucking skins did he take? What animal do we not have that God took the skins of? Probably probably made out of the skin from the legs of the snake. Oh, that's a good idea. Yeah. That's, yeah. that's probably where it came from. Yeah. And then, like, he kicks them out, and then he sets, like, an angel with a flaming sword at the gate, which I think is dope. Yeah, no, angels are pretty cool. Yeah. And then, like, I guess angels back then were not that normal looking. Yeah. Apparently, they were, like, pretty horrifying. What do you know about angels? Um, apparently Evangelion, like, wasn't that far <laughs> off from what angels are actually supposed to look like, yeah. which sounds pretty fucking scary. That's about it. Yeah, there's, like, supposed to be, like, three different types of angels, from what I remember. I thought angels were, like, humans with wings. No. No, so there's, like, the cherubim, which is the what they had in front of the gate. So there, that's, like, one type. And then you have the nef- nephilim or the, something? Wait, the, the cherubs? Yeah, but not cherubs, but cherubim. I mean... Is they like babies? I don't think they're babies. I think they might have the babies. I don't know about angels. Angels are something that's really like hard to get solid answers on in the Bible. I had to like write a whole like mini essay about angelology. What do I believe about angels? And what I believed was like, I don't fucking know about angels. The flaming sword is pretty cool though. Right? Give me that shit. But like, and then the angel of death, that's the Passover story. We can do that another time. Yeah, that's that's another Yeah. Very that's involved. like a Moses. That's like a spoiler for Moses. But yeah, okay, so here's another thing that I think is interesting. So you, there's like that classic idea of the fruit being an apple, but they never say it's an apple. Like they specify fig leaves, but they never say the fruit is an apple. It's like just part of our culture. No, it's not a picture. Yeah, well, that's what I'm saying. It's part of our culture that we like think it's an apple, but it, a lot of people think that it actually was like a pomegranate. And like it used to be like the pomegranate seeds that they were taking. I, where did I hear it was an apple the first time? Everywhere. It's everywhere. I mean, probably in Hebrew school. Yeah. Oh, man. Dude, that's suck. I called out the synagogue I went to, and now all my ignorance is just going to be traced by... <laughs> <laughs> Scott, you have failed us. You have not retained any of our teachings. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's that's the real truth. So here's the other thing that I think is funny. So this isn't in the Bible, but it's like, um, like apocryphal. Did you ever get taught anything about Lilith in Hebrew school? Lilith is exists solely within video games and yeah. anime to me and yeah. I don't even know anything about fucking Lilith outside of that yeah I mean I don't really know that much either what I do know is, is like supposedly God made her the first time and she wasn't obedient or subservient and they were like well fuck that cast her out and then made Eve so she, Eve was like round two second wife wait but he grabbed a rib where did he get the first rib from I don't know that's why it's like the apocryphal I think it's like wild just like the idea of like like it's not in the bible but like a lot of books that like in like uh, I think it was like 500 AD, the year of our Lord, when they were like com- making the Bible together, they like didn't include a bunch of books. And that was one of the things that didn't make the cut into like our modern day Bible was hmm. like the story of Lilith. So long story short, some people a long time ago ate an, a fruit that mm-hmm. a I, fruit. It is an unknown fruit. And then they started hiding from God, and now everyone has to toil, and that's why I have to make PowerPoint presentations. Yeah, you gotta work, and this is why I don't want to have children. (laughs) 
So we all did pretty well. I think the snake got a better end of the deal, though. Yeah, he was the devil? It's not was said he? in the Bible, but a lot of people think that. I th- there's, like, a lot of metaphors, you know? Like, that whole idea that, like, the snake was the devil and he came from the darkness. Like, the separation of the darkness and light. But that's something that's not really specified. Like, the devil isn't called the devil. And, Luc- like, is the devil the same as Satan? Lucifer Is Lucifer into the devil? Satan, who is the devil? Where, is, where does it say that, though? I mean, Lucifer... Lucifer is a fallen angel, we know that. But is Lucifer the same thing as the devil? Is the devil the same thing as Satan? We don't know. What did they tell you? I don't know. I was looking at the... We didn't talk... That's all Christian stuff. You never talked about, like, the devil in Judaism? I have... I've been told multiple times... We were never taught about hell. Mm. And people will ask me, like... People are like... Yeah, you're Jewish, you don't believe in hell. And, like, I j- always get, like, really confused because I'm like, did I learn about hell at some point? Because I never remember. Mm. So, like, I guess there, there's no hell. And then people are always like, well, what happens if you're bad? And I'm like, I don't know, the same shit that happens right now. You just fucking, <laughs> you just die. Like, Yeah. Pfft. Yeah. That's pretty interesting because that's, like, something that I think is, like, intrinsically linked to the idea of the devil is the idea of hell and but like that idea being tied together people get like really fixated like i think that was something that people had a lot of problems with was like at least they wanted me to explain my religion like elementary elementary school is like the worst part oh yeah it was because like it's kids just don't have like a filter and they're like i think people really have trouble with like an ideology that doesn't believe that if you're bad in life you don't have to pay for it Mm. they're like wait so you could just be bad and get away with it and i'm just like i mean i guess (laughs) as opposed to just wanting to be a good person because it's the right thing to do yeah and then and then like really freaks them out they're like they need this like cosmic entity to Mm -hmm. keep them in check like the only reason they're being nice is because someone's gonna whip them in a fucking fire pit if they don't do it isn't that like terrifying that idea that all these people are just like thinly controlled by like this idea of hell and it's like oh no maybe, maybe it's good that they're (laughs) yeah yeah no i mean that makes sense all right so so after they get cast out like adam okay adam just starts fucking that's what he does and so like so so they like have their like dope like k-pop animal skin whatever fashion that they've got going on so they go out and they start like you know trying to like subdue the goddamn earth right so eve gives birth to cain and then she gives birth to abel so Abel is the one who's in charge of all the animals, like the sheps and the llamas and the camels or whatever. And then Cain is in charge of the soil. So he's the one who does all the fruits and the vegetables and you got to eat your greens and he's that guy, right? So, so they have to do sacrifices to God. I don't know why, it just starts. So Cain brings some of his shitty fruit he doesn't like. Like this computer, like this cucumber is kind of weird looking. I don't really like these grapes. Fuck pears. I hate eating pears. Like I'm going to give these to God, right? He's just sacrificing nasty trash. Yeah, he's just sacrificing fruit he doesn't like. You know, like that's what I would do. I give God all the pears. It's like Halloween. You give people all like the stupid candy corn things, right? Abel though, fucking brown noser, he brings the firstborn of his flock, the fattest of his flock. And he brings it to God and he slaughters it. So he doesn't get to eat this very good sheep or whatever. And this is where the sacrificial... I'm, I'm now starting to remember this story very vaguely. Yeah. Yeah, so so this happens. And then God's like, my boy Abel, bringing me that good, good sheep. And then Cain's just like fucking furious. He's like, why didn't God like my present? And then God's like, you know, your brother put in some more work and he gave me some nice shit. Like, why are you being so sullen and bitchy about this? Question. 
how were these individuals being rewarded? Like, how did he know that God liked this thing more? So it seems to imply that God is still, like, just chilling on the earth. So it seems to be that, like, God is just walking amongst us. Like, God hasn't, like, isn't, like, the way we imagine is, like, you know, an old white guy in the sky. He's just, like, hey, it's (laughs) sacrifice time. Everyone bring me some good shit. All right, bye-bye. See you next year. Man, that God sounds, that's an even weirder God. Yeah, he's, like, just hanging around, right? So he's, like, chilling out with them and, like, Cain gets really pissed about this, and God t- tells Cain to stop being a bitch about it, basically. So then Cain takes this to heart, and he has Abel come out to his shitty vegetable fields, and then he kills Abel, right? So God, snarky bastard he is, he comes out, and he's like, where's your brother? And then he's like, I don't know. I'm not my brother's keeper, which is where you get that phrase. Am I my brother's keeper? I thought that was, like, a quote from a show from, like, TGIF or something. No, it's from the Bible. So God is like, gotcha! He's like, I know what you did. I can sense your brother's blood like in these fields. I was, I gotcha. So then I'm going to banish you and you're just going to be a wanderer. You're just going to be a nomad. You're not going to have any fields to tend. And then Cain is like, this is too much for me. I can't deal with this. And then God's like, okay, I'm going to put a mark on your forehead called the mark of Cain as we know it now Mm. so no one will kill you. But this brings up something. If he's just wandering around all these people, aren't they all his, like, brothers and sisters? Like, how many people are on this earth that they don't know him already and you have to put a mark on his head so no one kills you? What What do you mean so no one... Like, I don't... So he was forced to, like, just walk around. Yeah. And, like, if he tried to grow something, he would just die? Or, like, yeah, and exactly. were people, like, actively trying to murder him? What is the mark I think for? that's, like, his fear. Is like, because a lot of times it seems like... Uh, in, like, prehistory is the idea that if you're a nomad and you don't have, like, a clan, then you could be a victim. Like, someone could just murder you if they feel like it. There's no one to protect you. You don't have, like, God's favor. Oh, yeah, it's like Mad Max. Yeah, exactly. Times. You gotta have a crew. So he doesn't have a crew. He doesn't have, like, a field. So he needs this mark so people don't fuck with, like, God's mm-hmm. kid. But it's, like, if he's... If, if this is, like, you know, right? He's, like, one of the first descendants of Adam and Eve... Who are all these other people who might kill him? Aren't they also his brothers and sisters? Don't they know who he is? Dude, it's just, yeah, they're all screwing each other. Dude. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Okay, so Cain has a wife, though, who definitely is his sister. Like, there's no way she isn't. Like, I just don't. I can't figure it out. So he's, like, a restless wanderer, but he's still, like, you know, fucking his wife. So he's, like, has a bunch of kids, and they still are, like, you know, plentiful over the earth. Like, I think the Mark of Cain is really interesting as, like, a... Uh, just like an idea how it's resonated with a lot of like Satanists in this time where they talk about like the mark of Cain and like all this other stuff and like being proud of being like evil. I completely, completely forgot about this story. I thought this was going to lead into the story where what's his face was trying to sacrifice his son. Uh Uh-uh. That's Abraham and Isaac, which is another spoiler, but we'll get to it. Oh, it should have. Oh, (laughs) boy, do I have an egg on my face. Do I have egg on my face? All right, so we're going to fast forward past uh, Noah and his arc because that's a longer story I don't feel like telling today. And now some ads. Nordic PM. Worried about the government tracking your ISP? Did your nephew tell you the incognito mode is an opiate for the masses? Well, look no further. Nordic PM will gladly allow you to watch Korean dramas and BBC broadcasts with ease. Even though your browser is Chrome, they still know everything you do on the internet. Don't use Tor. Get Nordic Peon so you can feel safe torrenting the latest Superman movie you refuse to pay for, and use coupon code BibbleBritney at checkout for a two-year discounted subscription. All right, enough with the ads. Back to the show. 
So after the world starts being repopulated, the floods aren't taking over everything, a bunch of people start getting together and they're like, we're going to build this big-ass tower. So they get a bunch of bricks that they bake, and it's probably like three stories tall because like buildings weren't very tall back then. And they're like, we're going to touch the heavens, and we're going to make this big-ass tower so we can leave a mark on this I'm earth. Make a big, I'm going to make a big house. I'm going to make a big house. No one ever wins look on my big, tall house. So Ooh. it's like, yeah, so it's probably like three stories tall. So God sees this and is like, the fuck are they doing? Like, I leave for two minutes. So he comes down, he scatters them and changes their language. Because he's like, they can only do this because they speak the same language. Now they can't speak the same language and they can't work together to make this big-ass tower. Question. Yeah. Were there all, was there one, only one language at the time and then he created more languages? That is the story. This is called the Tower of Babel. So that's the idea is that Noah gets on with his wife and their kids and then they get off and they repopulate the whole earth so they're all speaking the same language. And now this is why we have more than one language. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So that's the story. God is the originator of diversity. <laughs> or at least different languages. So you wanted to talk about Hanukkah. Yes, I wanted to talk about Hanukkah. The It was rough because I never got Christmas when I was mm-hmm. a kid. Mm-hmm. Last year, I was a bad boy. And I got my first Christmas tree. And it was the, I was so happy. It was big and beautiful. And there were lights and tinsel and ornaments. And it was the prettiest thing. I love Christmas trees when like the lights are off and they're in the house and you have the multicolored lights like shining all over your. You got like the fire going, you're drinking eggnog. Yeah, dude. It was awesome. It was especially awesome because I never had a Christmas tree going up because I had to celebrate Hanukkah, which is okay, but nowhere near as tight as Christmas. And people will be thinking, Scott, what about the Hanukkah bush? My mom wouldn't let me have the Hanukkah bush. <laughs> what the fuck she is the Hanukkah bush? A Hanukkah bush is just like a Christmas tree, but for Hanukkah. Oh, my God. But it's like a bush, and <laughs> it's like... So, like, Jewish... Like, specifically, Hanukkah decorations are blue and white. Or, mm. I mean, I feel like that extends... Yeah, it's not the Israel. Yeah, it's flag. like Israeli colors as well. But so Hanukkah will have like blue and white lights. So you got your lights because it's a festival of lights. It's Hanukkah. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Can't wrap it on a bush. So it made me really <laughs> sad. But growing up, it was pretty cool that I got to celebrate like something different. And it's weird because like Jewish holidays will align with what's called the lunar calendar. Mm-hmm. And I cannot explain it to you past that description. <laughs> All I know is that sometimes Hanukkah happens, like, the day before Christmas, and sometimes it happens the day after Thanksgiving, Hmm. and it'll just jump around all over because of the phases of the moon, I imagine. Mm -hmm. It sucks when it happens right after Thanksgiving, because then you get all your presents, and then you're waiting, Mm -hmm. like, a month while all these other kids are just getting super sick about Christmas. But anyways, it was pretty tight. Um, Everyone always asks questions about how the gifts are distributed. I would just get, like... Usually we just got all the gifts on the first day. It's eight nights. Sometimes my mom would be like, hey, let's do the... Let's spread it all around. My parents would be like, yeah, that's cool. And they'd give me the gift that I actually want, like Crash Team Racing or some Game Boy game or something, and then i get a bunch of socks for the other days. So it's like, okay. I get socks what I want, nice. and then I can... Stri- now socks are nice. Now. My kids' <laughs> socks are not nice. Yeah. So what is the story of Hanukkah? Well, it's uh, it's an enchanting tale, and it dates back to, I don't know when it dates back to, but one day, there's a cave, and in the cave is a bunch of greasy-ass, 
hairy motherfucking cave Jews, and they're living, they're living in the cave, and they're I don't really know what they're doing. They're just like rolling around, <laughs> they're rolling around, and sometimes they'll leave the cave and they'll come back, and they're just they're living. I don't want to say living their best lives, because it sounded pretty shitty, <laughs> but they're living a version of life, probably somewhat acceptable given the time period. And then there's a bunch of Romans. Romans weren't that chill. No. <laughs> Romans were not that chill. And I always thought Romans were chill because I would hear they'd feed, they'd have uh, Christians fight lions in the Colosseum. I'm like, oh, they probably like Jewish people. No, they don't, nope. they don't really like anyone except for Romans. And so the Roman soldiers were kind of causing a ruckus. Mm-hmm. And they were harassing the cave Jews. They were poking them with pointy sticks. And the cave Jews were like, you know what? Fuck this. I am tired of getting kicked down in the mud outside of my cave. I want to be kicked down in the mud inside of my cave. We need to unite under one banner. We are now the fighting force of cave Jews known as the Maccabees. And it was very, they were very, very heroic acts occurred under the Maccabees banner. Um, and they had a temple. And they would light a, they would light this, um, it was a, a lamp full of oil. And I don't really know why they had to do that. I forgot. But they had to do it for, like, some... Like a couple of nights. They had to have... They had to, like, light it maybe every night. I don't really know. I think that... Let's say they lit it every night. We'll just play, <laughs> play it like that. So one day, the cave... The, the Maccabees... Sorry, I started tri- tripping over myself. The Maccabees were like, uh, we're going to go conduct tactical operations. And they go... And they leave the temple unguarded. And the Roman soldiers, they got the slip on them. They're like, <laughs> "We're gonna fuck up. The, we're gonna fuck up these cave Jews' fucking <laughs> Maccabee tower full of oil." So they go, they go in the temple and they bust it the fuck up. They ruin it. They tear all the bricks down and clay. Or, I don't know what it's made out of back then. It was, and they're like, <laughs> "Look at this oil. We're gonna ruin it too." And they they messed it up. They're like, "Yeah." Maccabees come back. The, the Roman soldiers left. They're like, yeah, we, we, we got them this time. <laughs> they did their homecoming prank, and then they dipped out. And the Maccabees come back. They're like, what the? F- oh, my goodness. Because don't say, oh, my God. That's taking the Lord's name. They say, oh, my goodness. What has happened to our temple, our holy place of prayer and worship? It has been destroyed by the Romans. They go in, and they see the lamp, the oil lamp. And it doesn't have that much oil in it because it got toppled. It was ruined. And they said, we don't have enough oil for, to light this for enough nights that we need to light this for. We need to light this for a certain amount of nights, and there's not enough oil in here to light it for that many nights. And they said, probably a wise, a, a wise person came up and was like, let's light it anyways. So they light it, and it stays lit for the whole night. And then it stayed lit for another night. Just so everyone's on the same page, because I don't want anyone to get lost. How many nights has this been so far? Two. Guess what happens next? The Romans come back and fuck no. up the shit. <laughs> the oil stays lit for a third night. Oh, damn. And there wasn't that much oil in there at all. <laughs> there was hardly enough for one night. That's crazy. <laughs> sun goes down, as we learned about the sun and light in the story of Genesis. Moon comes up. Guess what they do? For a fourth night, it lasts. Incredible. <laughs> and then, something amazing happened. 
it stayed lit for a fifth night. Ooh. I can't believe it. <laughs> how many, I mean, how many times have you heard of something like this happening? You ever, I just want it just, just for, just for the listeners out there. I want you to, to imagine this. Imagine your phone's on 1% battery <laughs> and it lasted for like a week. Whoa. That would actually be amazing. It would be amazing. But let's get, we get, we should get back to the story. Uh-huh. Then the fire was stayed lit for a sixth night. Incredible. <laughs> and then the cave Jews went and watched, they went back to their cave for a little bit, watched some cave anime, and they're like, all right, it's time to go. They watched uh, Cave Jew Bebop, and then they come back out, <laughs> and they saw a seventh night full of flame. Oh my goodness, this is truly a miracle. Nothing could top what we have witnessed here today. Well, hold on to your seats, folks, because guess what happened? Eight nights. It stayed lit for eight nights. After that, it was kaput. It was done. <laughs> there was no more. But, I mean, think about it. That's like your front of 1% battery lessons for, like, I don't know when I said it was five days. I don't want to do percentages right now. Let's just say 500 years off of 1%. That's incredible. And they said there is lights, and it lasted for a really long time, and let's have a festival about lights. The Festival of Lights this is the story of Hanukkah, and that's why you light eight candles for eight days. The yeah, end. but what was the point of the light being lit? Did it do anything to, like, save the people or rebuild the temple? Did it help the Maccabees or... What a miracle it was. <laughs> I can't believe this lamp stayed lit. God was probably happy, too. He was like... Well, because he did it, he's like, I'm going to put some of my secret grease in this and it'll keep it lit. And these guys are gonna be soup. And he watched them, and he's like, "These are some cool. These are some cool." Yeah, cool but what if like dudes. the Roman, like just one Roman dude, just snuck in there every no, night? No, dude, the Maccabees were old. clubbing them. Uh. The Maccabees. The only reason this happens is because the Maccabees were out performing tactical operations, mm. but they they got misled. And if a, I want you to imagine, a bunch of cave Jews jumping out. And for those that can't see, I'm smashing right now. Yeah, I'm smashing. These guys would beat the fuck out anyone. Roman soldiers? I don't give a shit. These guys, my people, uh-huh. destroyed. They would destroy them. They would obliterate all Roman soldiers. And then they would go back and rejoice. Like, it was great at the time. They were, like, having a ball. It was just that one time when the temple got messed up a little bit. And so that's the story of Hanukkah. Well, what a what a fabulous story. Yeah. Thank you, Scott, for being a special guest on Bibble Stories with Brittany. Next week, we're probably going to talk about Noah and whatever else I feel like. Why? Why? That's it for the show today. Special thanks to Phil for help with audio production, composing the opening theme song, and laughing at all my stupid jokes. Email me at artcannotbeamonologue at gmail.com to send me your feedback or cute pet pictures. Check the description for our website link and our social media presence. In this year of our Lord and Savior, 2021, good luck and Godspeed. Yes, he came back home and his and his friend was fucking his wife. And so he said, he said, you know what? Fuck this guy. I'm going to string a bow, which is very hard. And I'm going to, because it's Middle Ages in the Bible. 
and <laughs> he strung the bow and he shot it through a lot of circles and the other guy Axis. could not do that. He couldn't. Because it was very hard. Yeah. And he was very strong and that is how his wife the and and he went and the sirens were like ah, and he said tie me to the tie me to the yard arm tie me to the yard arm this happened first i i want to hear these sexy babes of the sea but i do not want their call to tempt me tie me to the yard arm and plug your ears with wax or cotton or a combination thereof and then he went to an island, and on the island there was a sexy lady who said, you can stay here forever and fuck me, or go back to your stinky-ass wife. And he said, I'm going to see my stinky-ass wife. The end. That is the Odyssey. 